This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. We are back. Fantasy news today. Fantasy football hustler. Shout out to everyone watching on Facebook right now. Here with my man Taco from the Daily Sporting. What up, bro? What up, bro? Chilling. Just kind of recovered from a a crazy Sunday wedding with my boys. So, you know, I didn't get to see that game versus the Chiefs and and the Ravens. But I made up for it by watching the whole Peyton Manning and Eli uh, breaking down uh, the Packers game. That was good. Nice. So I didn't watch it this week. I did um, watch their stream a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about those guys? They, they're pretty good on the mic doing the, the watch parties, right? I, I, I loved when um, they were going back and forth about the Patriots and how like he would go in the shower to give them the plays because the year before the Patriots had the Super Bowl inside uh, the Colts Stadium. <laughs> So he was like, uh, my my lockers were uh, bugged, and like he he would go to with the wide receivers and talk in the showers to try to keep the uh, the Patriots from finding out. It obviously was probably a joke, but you know he's 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 hilarious, and he got he did a couple of cool cool demonstrations during it. So like he was explaining how like Rogers would be throwing off his back foot, and like how when he would try to throw, he would be uh, like, and he would just actually show like the positioning of his feet, and like how the pointing of his feet helped with the direction of the ball. And uh, just the way he breaks down stuff, I think, is great. I, I find it really entertaining. Eli sometimes looks like he's a little out of place, and then sometimes he, <laughs> he's good. He's like 50-50. Uh, but sometimes they have some good guests on that that really get it going. Gronk was hilarious. When Gronk and, and Brady were going at it, that was the best part. Um, Brett Favre was a little eh. Some of the other guys were a little eh this week. Pat McAfee wasn't bad. Nice. And yeah, so like I said, I didn't see him doing it this week. I saw him yep. doing it last week. They had Travis Kelsey on there. Yeah. Um, they had Ray Lewis on there yeah. to like start it. Like, yeah, that it's pretty dope how, the people that they get to show up. And who wouldn't want to talk football with Peyton? Right. And I think it might be better than the like Monday night broadcast itself because like those guys are okay. It's like I'm just hearing some guys announcing the game versus like Peyton freaking Manning, like breaking down the type of coverages they're in. And, like, they were talking about, like, how, how changing the languages are so hard. And he was breaking down, like, what golf was using and how they were interpreting the plays and, like, all these crazy things. And, like, when they went for it on the fourth down, they were explaining how, you know, it was probably four down territory. But then when the play got called, they didn't like the play call because they were making it harder. And they were show <laughs> like, just the way they show and analyze everything just makes you, like, a better football, like, uh, I want to say just person because, like, you know, as you you start noticing shit like that, then you start seeing where players, you know, okay, this guy, like, you know, trades, that's good for, you know, maybe free agency. You start noticing these things as these guys notice these things or they, they teach you things. Well, and, I mean, what's dope about it, I mean, at least yeah. the whole concept that they got going on. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like we're doing on YouTube. It's like the same shit except it's like Peyton and Eli. And so yeah. I like the way that everything is going, yeah. at least how, like, Now these TV stations and everything, literally ESPN, they're copying, you know, people who, a lot of people who aren't making money just doing this on YouTube for fun. And they realize how many people actually like watching that kind of stuff versus hearing the traditional just play by play. Yep. Yep. And I think you really started to see it when Snoop Dogg and them did that boxing telecast Yeah, uh, as it was getting great reviews because people were so entertained and it became you know, uh, viral on social media. Everyone was talking about it. And at the end of the day, that's what you want for your business or for your brand, especially when it comes to the football. Like, come on, let's face it. Football is king. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. He made it back. His internet was a little laggy, but he made it. Bogart's got free. Hey. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yes, please. No pictures. No no pictures. No pictures. Please. We're already filming. (laughs) Hey, so we were so we were talking about the Eli and Peyton like watch party that they got on ESPN two. Have have you have you checked that out at all? Yeah, with uh, what's his name? Um, 
Uh oh, he's still in the matrix. Back in the matrix. <laughs> well, let me shout out everyone who's up in here right now. Ryan, what up, bro? First comment in here before we even went live. What up? What up? And as far as uh, I, I see you asked uh, like a start sit question or a trade question. So we don't do that on this show. We got the start and sit questions coming Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. But if you leave it as a super chat, you already know we got you. And JC Money Design, what up, bro? Tell them, smash that like button. Fickety facts, bro. Fickety facts. Yeah. And Dion in the building, what up, bro? Clock management in the building, what up, bro? <laughs> oh, dang it. And I always forget to how to pronounce this name. Levictius said, damn it, you going to help a brother out? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, bro? Yeah, it's time to spark up. We're waiting for Bogart trying to let his internet uh, get back to normal so we can uh, get into all this news going on. Why don't we start talking about the Monday night game a little bit? Sure. Rodgers didn't even have to spell out relax. I mean, everyone who was panicking on Rodgers and the Packers and literally week one, you talked about it. Like he got no reps with the ones like anything like what do we expect? You know, like everybody wants to beat the Packers and. Look what happened last night. Lions, they came out swinging real hard, but the Packers prevail. They just uh, they could swing a little bit harder than most teams on offense. Yeah, and it was great to see that they really got that run game going, and Aaron Jones was a real big part of that, that game. Fucking um, savage. Four ab- touchdowns. Four? Absolutely, bro. Ooh. Absolutely. He, he's making people rethink shit like, God damn, what happened to Aaron? Like, he is bizak. Um <laughs> But I, I'm really interested to see like how this works long term because while they were able to really lean on this running game, it, it looks like it's kind of bare after Devante. They really try to get Tunyon involved, and I think that was encouraging to see from a tight end perspective. As many tight ends right now are a little, I feel like uh, uh, undervalued or underrated, not, or, or overrated, I should say. They're, they're not as good as we thought they were, like the Cole Comets and some of these other guys. So. Tunyon had zero points last week. So you yeah. know that like every Tunyon owner was like, fuck, I need to drop him. Like, yeah. Everyone on the Packers did shitty last week. Yeah. And, and I think it's going to be one of those situations where um, you're going to have to ride with your guy for a while. It's going to be like that some games. It's going to be maybe where every other game you're going to get, you know, a, cons- a, a good or what you consider a good performance. And it's going to be balancing it out because honestly, the tight end pool. Every year we say it, and every year we say, you know, go get a Kelsey, go get a Waller, because, you know, there are very few guys like it. And from now, it looks like only TJ Hawkinson has really taken that step. Kyle Pitts seems a little scary to me right now. He hasn't been able to really blow up. He's getting targets. He's getting opportunity. But we got to see how that ends up playing out. But you know. We can't forget. We can't forget Gronk because he was someone Gronk, who was drafted yeah. probably outside of the top twelve tight ends Absolutely. in most leagues. Like he was left for dead on the in drafts. I mean, there's some leagues that he wasn't even drafted. Yeah, in. if you play in a shallow league, he's been balling out four touchdowns in the first two games. Even if he doesn't get the yardage, which he yeah. didn't. You know, this game. I mean, it was like thirty nine yards or something. But if you're getting those money, you know, looks from Brady in the red zone, like. He could literally go for one to two touchdowns every single game. And if you get a touchdown, you're very close to a top 12 tight end, like with no other stats, like just the touchdown. Yeah, I I would say he's probably like a top eight, top 10 guy, because uh, like you said, he's he's dependent a lot on that touchdown. And it looks like more often than not, he's going to get that touchdown. But that does cap his upside. And he does, you know have a little bit of a floor, but he seems a lot safer than a lot of other guys because let's just face it, him and Brady in the red zone are magical, and they know specifically that they're going after Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison's record. So Brady's going to get that man the ball. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that we could see double-digit touchdowns for Gronk easily this season. Okay, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Now, yeah. this isn't for rest of season. I mean, this is just for week sure. three. But there's been a lot of people who are asking Kittle or Gronk. Because Kittle, and, you know, I mean, he hasn't really done shit these first two weeks. He's finished outside the top 15 tight ends each of the first two weeks. And Gronk's been a stud (laughs) these last two weeks. Like, what what do you think about week three specifically? And we'll let Bogart chime in here after you give your answer. Sure. I mean, honestly, what's the matchup for Kittle? And what's the matchup for uh, Gronk? Green Bay for Kittle 
and uh, and the Saints. So he's gonna have Malcolm Jenkins on him, which was uh, an awesome matchup back in uh, what, what was it when Philly won the Super Bowl? No, Bucks play the Rams. Oh, they play the Rams. I'm sorry. New England plays. Uh, see what I did there? I still correlate. Gronk with New England. <laughs> New England plays the Saints. Yeah. I, I think that I would actually go with Kittle this week still. I think his volume upside is still there. I'm not ready to jump ship on that. Um, as we saw with the Packers, you know, Hawkinson was able to do his little thing. Um, Shanahan is a creative guy. He's going to see the way things get used. And I think this is the game that Kittle should, you know, outscore Gronk. I'm feeling 2019 vibes for my Niners. And back in 2019, I failed because I should have made a shirt that said winning ugly with handsome Jimmy, because that's <laughs> what it is. We are winning. Like, and you just look at this, the, look at our record and you're just okay. Like I, I I'm okay with it. We're undefeated. When you this watch the games, week, this last ugly. week was ugly. Let me yes, throw that it was. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy Debo though is like really like uh, stepping taking, up and stepping out he's right now. Everybody's chains, bro. Yeah. Hey, hold on. It. So for everybody who drafted Ayuk like three rounds earlier, the Debo, how goofy do they feel right about now? I didn't do that in any leagues. I either picked Debo or nobody at all. I have one share of Ayuk and I have zero Debo because I was just I to me it was like the running backs or Kittle. That's all I really want to fool with, bro. I the one league that I have Debo in, I co-manage with someone. And he was like, Debo, 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 Debo. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, de- I'm just like, ugh. And I, but I did it. <laughs> but I did it because earlier in the draft, I took Henderson over Cup because I was like, we need a running back. But I regret it so much because Cup. But, I mean, at the end of the day, running backs are so fucking hard that having Hendo as my number two running back makes a huge difference because I still have Michael Thomas on, on the IR and shit. So I'm like, you know, fuck, man. You know how shit goes. These running backs this year? Fuck these running backs this year. That's all I want to say. This was you know, definitely a zero RB year. Yeah. He had hard, though, because all the zero RB guys are, like, shitty. Like, fucking Gaskins. Everyone and their mother thought that we should get more out of Gaskins by now. Chase yeah. Edmonds is, like, solid. But, you know, James Robinson has been poo-poo. Hunt you know, is, like, okay. I mean, some of those guys aren't zero RB guys. You Mike know Davis? You know who's the best zero RB guy right now? James White. Oh man, that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't lie. I got I and, got him in my league. I know JD McKissick didn't show up week one, but he showed up week two. And like this Woo. is gonna be one of those negative game scripts, I would assume, against the Bills this week. Yeah. So I think JD's in play again. You know what I mean? He's gonna be in play all season. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. say. I'd say, yeah. Yep. You know what? Go uh Going back to the the Kittle Gronk thing, right? Yeah. Or, or I'm sorry, red red zone Robbie G. Is what yeah, that's what he calls himself. That's what he calls himself. <laughs> that, Only that's Gronk. Nick, that's that's a nickname that's for himself. Yeah, he gave yeah, it to he, himself. He did. Yeah, it was hilarious. And he was talking about how he don't <laughs> even uh he don't even I don't even watch film. I just say I just tell I just say hey Tom, what do you need me to do? <laughs> he's like Thanks. I'm bigger. He's like I'm bigger and faster and stronger than everyone. I just run by guys. He's like, he's like, I don't practice on Fridays because I don't need red zone help. I was born this good. I got, I was just good since I was like a rookie. Red zone, Robbie G got this on lock. I'm like, this guy is built for wrestling, and like, yeah. hey, him and Peyton need a show. Like, that is one thing. Once their playing careers are done, I would, unless Brady wants to be on some shit, because. I feel like Man, Brady could and Gronk. You imagine Brady and Gronk doing that, oh like having God. their show like that. Like oh that would be God. ridiculous. Or Brady, Peyton, Brady and, and Jules, Brady, Gronk, and Edelman. I feel like they would have a show, like when oh they're all God. like in, in their in their. Well, actually, Brady legit said he wants to play until he's fifty, and I think he can. Bro, at this rate, I mean, they have the number one line in in every metric right now, or at least the last I checked. He is so fucking smart, man. Like to imagine to make that play from from New England, you go over to Tampa with all the weapons in the world, get Gronk out of retirement. They draft offensive line. They already have a ton of defensive guys that everyone buys in in a short season that you get the Super Bowl in your house. You win it. Then after you win it, you convince everyone, hey, everyone come back for another year. And now you look like this. That was literal fantasy football shit. Like, yeah, yeah that never happened. He's like Antonio and, Brown, come for dirt cheap, bro. You know, what, bro. <laughs> you know what really makes me mad, bro? Really grinds my gears is that we wanted 
we wanted to trade for Brady, my Niners. Then they were like, nah. And Brady was like, give them Jimmy. He went over the head. He went over Belichick's head because Belichick's ready to ship him off. Then they go on win another Super Bowl. We get Jimmy. Go on to lose a Super Bowl. Then Brady's a free agent. He wants to come to the Niners. And we're like, Jimmy's our guy. And he's like, all right, fuck y'all. And he went to Tampa Bay only because, too, Tampa Bay was so he's close to his, his eldest son because his eldest son lives in the East Coast because he had a he had a son out of wedlock. You know, what I mean, that's how that's how, you know, like, Brady, is. he's a like real one. <laughs> like Giselle doesn't have access to a private plane that they can get him on any second of the day. Well, I mean, that's not Giselle's kid then. So she don't really give a fuck. Yeah. And, you know, it's Brady's. Brady's favorite team and his folks live in Cali in the, in, you know, outside of the Bay. So it's like, but that's the one thing though. He wouldn't have the weapons that he has uh, with, with the, um, well, the look, look, and well, then look, they got many for dirt cheap too. Like they, yeah. they got so many people on there and the defense was already built. So it was one of those teams that it had it a was, defense and then you add like three new offenses. It was players. literally like the Patriots, but cool. Yeah, because the Patriots. No, they were they were way. Listen, no, the Patriots have never listen. had an offense like. No, the no, no. But I'm yeah. talking. No, no, no. I'm talking about how people want. They they were a draw. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, yeah. Like people would go to New England when Brady was there to go get a ring, and they'd play for cheap, etc. Yep, yep. You know what yep. I mean? Like that's that's what I'm saying. It's like New England, yeah. but cooler because you actually yeah. have guys like look at Godwin. He probably could have got a deal somewhere else. He's like, I'll sign a franchise joint here. You know what I mean? Facts, though. Yeah. Facts. And then think about it too. You, you already you already came in with Godwin and um Evans. And then you bring out two guys and Brown and Gronk. And then you yeah. get Lenny to go with that. It's just like they already had the setup and you already had the guys that you knew you'd bring over for cheap. And it was just a match made in heaven. Because Even the, Patriots in Gio, bring, the Patriots weren't gonna bring Brown back in, and he really wanted Brown. And they were so yeah. smart in the draft, drafting Antoine Winfield Jr. Like, dude, that guy has been a beast ever since he got there. And he made that mm -hmm. defense a tick better, like a rookie that they drafted. Mm -hmm. He was an instant mm -hmm. playmaker right off the bat. Yeah, because I'm not mad at Jordan Whitehead, but it was like, yo, this is just now, – now they got and Winfield, bro. Like, that shit was nasty, man. And then even, like, even all the veterans up front, you know what I mean? Like, like – um. What was it? They didn't pay. Did they pay? They paid Shaq. Uh, they, yeah. uh, they paid Barrett uh, last year, right? I, mean, I think he I, I think it was like two years ago. And then I think he renegotiated. I think he uh, it was a franchise tag first. That's right. Okay, they that's, tagged yeah. him last year and they gave him the deal this year. Yeah. You know what I mean, they so, tagged um, Godwin this year. So it'll be interesting what yeah. they do with their their offensive weapons next year, because Brown, I'm assuming, is going to want some more money eventually. Oh, and Brady already restructured his contract, too. Like, yeah, he'll do it again. Brady don't yep. listen. Brady is about legacy at this point. He's he'll playing with out. he's playing with house money. And Bro, house he's like, he's like time. each championship gets me like a hundred million on the back end because mm -hmm. between merchandise, between film, between and Brady, Lord knows he, he's, he's probably just like, filming all me and the back end. He I'm went from you, a he went from a corporate suit and tie job to where he's like casual Friday every single day now. Like he was, he couldn't do shit like for fun. Look at him on social media. Like Dude, actually I, bet you, fun. I bet you, I bet you hate him. I hate him that he has a good personality. Cause I want to hate him. <laughs> After you watch the Michael Jordan shit, how does Brady not come into last season with his own video crew and record all that shit well, and I literally have ever... that, that whole run just chilling. But I don't yeah. think he's ever going to say it was his last ride though. You know what I mean? You're yeah. right, but it doesn't matter. I still would have recorded that whole trip, that whole journey. Like from beginning to end, and you win that Super Bowl. That 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 in itself is a documentary that'll sell fucking out. You know what was nuts? This was like a couple weeks before the season started. I saw a video of him throwing like six or like five consecutive balls into mm -hmm. the jug machine. Yeah, too. I seen that video. Remember that shit? And yeah. I was like, damn, this motherfucker. Like, is that Photoshop? <laughs> is that real? Nah, it was real. Avocados are real, aren't they? I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> hey, listen, as long as the avocados are around, we're gonna have to deal with Brady, bro. Yeah, like for real. It's he's got uh, it all. He's got it all figured out. He found the uh, the fountain of youth, and he keeps sipping from it every in, year. They're paying him in avocados, bro. <laughs> he probably has trees. They're like, 
I, I could imagine that Brady has like his own Mexican compound where they grow that shit organic, <laughs> and he just ships that shit to Florida via, via crates. <laughs> like, <For real. laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm a, from Mexico. <laughs> you need a big supply for their family. You know, that's all they eat. Facts. We're I wonder, talking. can you grow those in Florida? I mean, I think you can grow them anywhere, bro. We, we, we grow them out here. We definitely can grow them out. I mean, we grow oranges out here, and and, and they grow oranges in Florida. I'm assuming they can, grow, they can grow avocados there. Yeah. That'd be pretty lit. Imagine he has, like, a couple of those trees in his backyard. He's like, he told uh, Jeter, because he's renting Jeter's joint. Well, maybe, uh-huh. I don't know if he still is, but he was staying at Jeter's house last year. Uh-huh. So I bet you that was part of the prerequisites. Like, like listen, I'm going to need an avocado tree or three. You know what I mean? Damn, could you imagine how that worked? Like, Jeter is just, like, fucking renting his shit out to people. Like, Tom's like, no, I don't need to buy anything. I'm only here for a couple of seasons. I- I'll rent your house, though, Jeter. Like, yeah, I sure, I got he- another house that I live in. Like, <laughs> I, doubt he even, I doubt he even rented it. Like, when, when you got it like that, when you're friends with, like, guys like that, I'm sure he just stayed there yeah. for free. He Just the story about, you know, Tom Brady staying at Derek Jeter's house. That just got Jeter a little bit more relevant. For a little hey, bit, imagine Brady, back out there. Imagine Brady's like, "Hey, man, you know, hey, Jeter, hey, what's good, man? Hey, you know, we got a plumbing issue here. Like, you know, <laughs> he's his land, that's his landlord, bro. Like, bro, oh, that shit on. is crazy. Jeter seems like a kind of guy that'll handle it himself too. Yeah, I'll be right over. With the you know what I mean? He'll come over with the tool belt on and everything. <laughs> Yo, facts though. Real I talk, because you know, imagine doing regular shit to them is probably they probably get a kick out of it because they're they're used to just <laughs> snapping their fingers and everyone does everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but he probably has like a property manager and shit over there. Like, I mean, you figure Derek Jeter probably has like a fucking shitload of properties. Supposedly, he has like it's like a compound where like the walls are like they have like twelve foot walls and shit like that. Like around, really? the, uh, yeah. So Brady can just be in the backyard throwing the ball around, and he won't have, you know, the paparazzi just looming because you know they are. Yeah, you know what I mean. But knowing Jeter, that's how he fucking got down because he's so private and he's from New York. Well, you know, he played with New York, and yeah, that's where he had the spring training complexes. So I can only imagine like that was probably a, a, a good place that he spent a lot of time. Oh yeah! How, how tall is those walls uh, in baseball? They're different in each stadium, right? Because like, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, because I would want to have something I could run and like practice jumping on the wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, Tory Hunter or Kirby? Yeah, just, that motherfucker ran, ran straight up a wall, bro. Yeah, <laughs> real talk. Oh yeah, Jackie oh, Chan would probably be a phenomenal outfielder. Ooh. Remember Jackie Chan? He said, "Do oh, all yeah. his own yeah. stunts." That yeah. guy could run straight up a horizontal wall, bro. I've seen him. You know what's probably Jet Li. For real. Jet Li is like in tune with his chi. He can just like fly. Bro, for real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Before we get into all this news, got to remind everybody, if you are watching on Facebook, make sure you hop over to my YouTube channel, The Fantasy Football Hustler, and you're going to get entered. Go ahead and sub up. You're going to get entered in the signed Ricky Williams jersey giveaway. Make sure you smash the like button, and then make sure you jump over to Bogart's channel. It's the GMM Network on YouTube. Go hit the sub. Go hit the thumbs up. Let's get it, guys, and let's get into this news. So the first piece of news actually came in kind of late yesterday. Uh, Daryl Henderson has a rib cartilage injury. They're pretty optimistic at the moment, but they said they're going to revisit it Friday. So as of now, I don't know what the hell that means other than he seems unlikely to play this week. I know exactly what this means. When you say revisit it Friday, because if you're not able to get into like a semi-practice Friday, you're not in the game plan. And like, you know, flak jacket's probably going to be his option. But also at the same time, you'd probably rather have him sit because he's a guy you might start. If he stays a go, you're going to start him, and it's against the Bucks. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think they said that um, they're optimistic about him playing, but they really just want to see how – because that's the kind of injury where only time is going to help it. So it's really about how he feels closer to the game. So I, I think it's 50-50, but more than likely he's probably not going to play this week. The cartilage thing is that that's a trip though, man, because that's yeah. like that's like a step under like a cracked rib. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, they got through the cartilage. You know what I mean? Yeah. That thing, that thing hurt. It's like a pain tolerance thing for real, but and you're a running back. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna get Heck, some, you're yeah. gonna take some hits. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you already know Heck. that. And yeah. so uh who who do we think uh let's say Daryl Henderson doesn't play, and let's say you're desperate AF because going up against the Bucks, I mean, that is uh that's a rough matchup. Do you think it's gonna be uh we want the funk? Or uh, I think it's going to be Michelle. 
It's going to be Michelle, I would say. And, like, just because I, I, I think it's the experience, man. Like, this is a big game. I don't think they're going to put, you know, the Funk Master Flex out there like that. He'll probably be in there, probably get, like, 20% of snaps. But if you have Sony Michelle, even though the matchup's bad, this is a guy who's probably going to get 80-plus snaps. You know what I mean? 80-plus uh, percent of the snaps. You know, but look at uh, Henderson. He was you know, at 90-something on average so far between two weeks, 90%. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I just I, I really just hope that if he's out this week, he'll come back next week and he'd be fine. Because like we know Henderson is a little bit injury prone. I know that a lot of people started to drop Michelle because Henderson had such an extreme hold on that position. So he might be someone on waiver wires that some people might be able to grab because uh that's one thing we did notice that Henderson had like you said, a huge grip on the like Sony was not getting in the game. Until what you call it went down. If yep. it's a if it's a fab league and you have Henderson, I probably spend a cool amount on Michelle. If so, because a lot of times someone else would have drafted Michelle. You yep. know what I mean? Just being like, oh, I'll take the later guy, and then they probably dropped him. Yep. You know what I mean? For some like a Eli Mitchell or something. You know, people do stuff like that week one. Yep. So if Sony's out there, I, I I would if I'm the, the Henderson guy, I am trying to secure that. Same thing with if I'm with the Dalvin Cook guy. I'm trying and, and Madison is out there for some reason because at the end of the day, this is why you have these handcuffs. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's for, real for funny moments. in that. Go ahead. Yeah. No, but but also too, like I'm not going to blow to blow my fab on any of these guys if I don't have those guys because this is like mm-hmm. for all we know, we go into Friday, they're full goes in practice, and it's just it, you know, because it's Tuesday. This is this is the the risky run when majority of leagues because waivers run tonight. You know what I mean? Yep. So get on it. Make sure you make those smart decisions. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, a little bit, a uh, little bit of news out of uh, Chicago with Andy Dalton being considered week to week. I think we're a couple days away from hearing that Fields is going to be the starter. I think they just want to wait till last possible moment to make sure that there's no way that Dalton can go. But doesn't seem like. Also, it's classic coaching shit. You know, you you, you hold as long as you can out to put the information out because they're they they, they want to hope that the Cleveland Browns will have to double time in game four Dalton. And a fields, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Also, it, it's something because of of the way that Nagy has set everything up. It, it's more psychological as well, where it's like, hey, Andy is the guy. He's the guy. But, you know, we're going to get fields ready. So, God forbid, fields comes in and doesn't look great. You can easily be like, no, Andy was my guy. Fields still needs time there. Versus, like, is this the start of the fields era? Because if he plays well, that's what it's going to be. If, if he's I, able I to play well. Nagy. I bet you Nagy tells his wife her cooking's good when it's trash. Yeah. Like <laughs> He's a liar. <laughs> that yeah. guy is a liar. He's like, oh, yeah, it's great, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Phenomenal Salisbury steak. <laughs> like, like, honey, yeah, the strip club actually has a great buffet, so I'm going to go there and get dinner. Like, you know, he's, he's that kind of guy. <laughs> and shout out to everyone who's uh, leaving comments in here, the start and sit questions, the trade questions. So we're not take, we're not answering those kind of questions right now. That's going to be tomorrow and Thursday and Saturday and Sunday. But if you do want to get something answered right now, if you throw it in as a super chat, on YouTube will take good care of you. So you'll see that it's right below the chat. You'll see the little dollar sign there, hit the super chat and we'll take good care of you and get those questions answered. Just drop it in there. I love, I love me some trade talk. I almost, I almost want to do a whole episode dedicated to shit like that. Just trade, just trade scenarios. <laughs> we totally yeah. can. And we know you got enough of them to talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll I got, go. Bogart will look through the voodoo and make sure that the guy that you send off. (laughs) (laughs) The black magic pod. Yeah. And I know that I am going to start doing uh, some shows for the hustler leagues. And uh, I mean, there's a bunch of trades that are going down in there. So that's always going to give us good stuff to talk about too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, 
what's dope about being in like double digit plus leagues is that like you know a lot of the things you're gonna throw at us we probably are dealing with this too you know what i mean or considering these things you know what i mean jesus i can't lie though sometimes these double digit league type things i be like yo bro I am not scouring the waiver wire for all these leagues. There's like five leagues that I scour for. The others, it's like, all right, you know I'm going to make my edits. <laughs> Today was actually cool because I was doing my waivers this morning. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, I mean, majority of the leagues we're in are savvy. I'm not like in bum leagues. So, like, right. everybody is owned already. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it it really is more so about trading than it is like being. I mean, Eli Mitchell. How many times did one of those guys pop up? Not a lot, and you know, what I mean, even though he got seventeen, he got he did bad. He still got seventeen carries. So, you know, you're not really gonna pick up a guy like that. I mean, there is a lot of JD McKissick. JD McKissick actually fell under the threshold because everyone dropped him after week one. So that that you is know, one of those. You know, who was someone interesting that I got off the waiver wire like two weeks ago that that I really like is Cordell Patterson. I had Mike oh, Davis because yeah. I went RB zero in the league, right? So I had Quarter Mike. Da- I had Mike Quarter Davis Royal. and Rojo as my two guys. I ha- I ended up drafting Tyson Williams at the end. I have James White still there, and uh, you know Cordell is looking like he might be better than Mike Davis at least in PPR. I legit might blow like forty dollars out of a hundred or out of ninety five that I have left in my fab to get me Quarter Rail. Yeah, I, he looks like he's going to be the passing back guy, and he's getting good work. And, and they look like they're going to be in passing situations a lot. All year long. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've read this book before. I have read this book before. <laughs> we could go all the way back to when he was supposed to be the guy on the Vikings, and maybe but, he's just a lot smarter now than he was. But I, I think that putting him in running back is a lot better, though, than doing him at wide well, receiver or kick he, returner. So well, you know who put him? He's phenomenal kick returner. Let, yep. let, let's be let's, hands down. But like, you I mean, want to use him more. So how else do you bring I, him into the game? I player? mean, it wasn't until New England picked him up. They yep. were the ones who You're were right. like, we're putting him at running back. You're right. And, and then, then Chicago did it. Yep. yep. So we're yeah, already writing right. Mike Davis off. Is Mike Davis like dead to us in the fantasy world right now? He's not dead have, to us. But I have it, zero Mike Davis. It, I have a lot of Mike Davis. And right now it's like uh, lost in space. And the ro- ro- robot's like, danger, Will Robinson, danger, Will Robinson. That's how it feels right now. So I haven't ejected, but I'm already getting backups and contingency plans set up. The finger, the finger is on the button right now, and you're just waiting right. to deploy. Well, it, first, it first, to first you move though. him to the bench. Then we talk about that. So it kind of needs my to be how it is, to the bench. It needs to be how it is, though. Like between where where quarter rail is only getting like, you know, 12, 13 touches. Because then, like, the moment you try to give this guy a load, it might be different. He comes yeah. in explosive. He yeah. comes in fresh. You know what I mean? But, so That's why he sucked when he, when he played with Minnesota, <laughs> when they tried to put him at the wide receiver role and do that, like, yeah. all the time. Yeah, he just he wasn't good. He didn't run good routes on every single play. He just needs to be, like, that random kind of gadget mix-it-up guy. Because uh, And who they go up against this week? They go up against the Giants this week who were mm-hmm. yep. pretty decent against the run the last two weeks. Yep, but with the way he plays, it's like it's actually set up better because that means Mike Davis is going to have a tough, tough time, which is going to give him more field opportunity to get those little dinks and dunks. The Giants front, they give up Boutte to the pass catching running back. Did it last week? Did it the week before? Yep. Well, maybe not the week before, but they still did give up some yardage through the air Mm -hmm. to the running back week one. So I'm saying like this is a. You know what I mean? Like this could be a quarter rail game, and maybe even Mike Davis, man. Like I don't understand what's going on with Mike Davis, and I just don't care because I have zero Mike Davis. Well, it's just their running game is just not good because that that offense is just not good. Like Matt Ryan looks like he's regressed. Yeah, I don't know. We can't even say just the running backs. I mean, it's it's everything because even Ryan. I mean, threw for three hundred yards last week, but threw three interceptions. You know, so I mean, Mm -hmm. that that just. I love it. That 300 cut it in half, you know, with those three interceptions. Like, I love it for my Calvin Ridley's vein. You know what I mean? Just like keep, just play ugly. And, and, and all you know is like, all right, I'm just going to throw it to my best guy. And that's, that's really, he didn't, you know, he didn't, he didn't though. Like, not until the second half. Yeah. I mean, to an extent. I mean, Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts, he had more yards than Ridley. Ridley did have the most, uh, Ridley did have the most. Well, actually, no. Mike Davis had seven receptions himself. Uh, he's oh, only had 25 yards. So crazy, crazy. Yep. Okay. Patterson, 
Patterson, seven rushes, and then he had five receptions, 58 yards, had that touchdown. So that's, that's kind of like crazy the way that they used them. He had a touchdown where he, he stepped had a touchdown out. Ru- a touchdown yeah. rushing, rushing and receiving. So that's crazy yeah. that Cordell Patterson got the rushing touchdown. You understand? Wait, it, was, it was from afar, though, wasn't it? Wasn't it? It was like outside of the red zone. I gotta rewatch that because then, like that, that would actually be eyebrow raising if he was the guy in the goal line package. I don't oh, think man. it was a goal line, but I honestly can't remember that play. Still. I was definitely on mushrooms watching that game. <laughs> I, I was drunk at a wedding, so I, I've been post analyzing a lot of these games, but I can't wait to have that's my best way to do back it, next week. The post yeah. analyze like that's my Monday mornings right there. I just go, I go and rewatch the condensed versions of the games that I, I want to really like dissect. Because yeah. you know, Sunday I'm just red zoning it on shrooms for real though. <laughs> I was I was out there, bro. On Sunday, it's fucking yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, let's switch it up. So going to the Texans, Tyrod is out. Davis Mills is in at least for this week. Davis Mills, I mean, I know he didn't really practice with the ones, but I've been saying it ever since preseason. Judge Davis Mills Lanes. That's there it is. That's his nickname. <laughs> No, he's not even cool enough to. He's not no, even cool enough to be Mills Lane. No, Mills Lanes. Come no, on. he he looked garbage in in preseason. He looked garbage he'll last be, week. He'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> What's Mills Lanes? Uh, let's get it on. Like, yeah. yeah. No, he's not cool enough for that. Not yet. Not yet. Who do they play this week? Real quick, they play, they play the Panthers. Who? Spoiler alert. Look, are my Thursday. They're my what if scenario. What if the Panthers are legit this year? That's a I mean, problem. I mean, it, they've only played they played two teams. Like the Saints aren't a bum team. I mean, I get it's division, so you know this team well, but that was no. a shocking, shocking victory. I mean, I don't know because the first game the Panthers beat the Jets, so that's nothing impressive to say. Wouldn't but- it be such a Sam Darnold thing though to go and lose to the Texans here? No, no, he can't. You know they why? Are, they are because on the you gotta understand that he's he's on that rebound from the um from the Jets. So the Jets are horrible and everything they do, meaning that Sam Darnold's gonna be good. He's gonna be fucking winning all these games, so that Jets fans are even in more misery. Like fuck, yeah. we should have kept Sam Darnold and traded all the picks. We didn't need Zach Wilson. You That's know how crazy that sounds, though. Yeah. That's like, how we that was like a, Sam Darnold. Yeah, that was like Sam Darnold looked look good. Yeah, he's twenty four. <laughs> that was like what Jamal Williams was talking about. He was like, I, I wanted to stay. Well, I mean, Sam Darnold didn't want to stay, but he's talking about you know being with the new girlfriend versus it the old mean, girlfriend. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I'm getting fed over here. I'm getting treated good. You know, over here, just using that whole girlfriend analogy. And same thing with Darnold. Like, it's nice yep. to be wanted, and yep. it must be dope playing with Christian McCaffrey, bro. DJ that- Moore, mm-hmm. and and the string bean. For yeah. what it's worth, he doesn't do shit so far. Well, he's but you know what he's doing is taking the top off. You know what I mean? Like that. That matters. And, and having a safety black blanket like CMC that he's never had before, like they've never had a running back with the Jets, let alone a running back that's a great wide receiver. Like CMC it's, does everything. I, I it's got to be the best feeling in the world for a quarterback to be able to just go like this, yeah, and they go like, yeah, twelve yeah. inches in the air, and then CMC just run it for like fifty yards. That's got to be, and, and, and then it counts for him too. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it counts for it counts for Sammy D. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> life is good. Hell yeah, Donald Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. So Thursday, we shall see how that game works out. But the Panthers, I mean, I, I figured they were going to win against the Jets, you know, in the revenge game. Did not expect them to smack around the Saints yeah. like they did and be two and zero here going into Week Three. And their defense is like their defense is sneaky good. Like as far as like I think you know what's the what's the best when people don't respect you they sleep on you. Then they, yeah. they go out there and you and you wake their you wake their game up. I think yeah. that's what happened to Winston and Winston and them. They're riding really high, coming through, smacking up the the Packers like the way they did. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, it is football. You gotta love it. You know, you never know any given Sunday or in this case Thursday, right? You know who's made a, a huge splash ever since he's came over? Hassan Reddick. Oh yeah, bro. You know what's crazy? I, I thought that was nuts why uh, the Cardinals just let him go. But then, I mean, uh, for obvious reasons. 
to make room for JJ. Yeah. Well, no, but, it wasn't even for JJ. It was for a lot of it was for um, for what's his name for Simmons. Oh, that's right. Hassan yeah, Reddick was playing in front of him, and he was balling yeah. the fuck out, and that's why Simmons couldn't really get on the field because. Why yeah. are you going to keep a guy who is just completely balling off the field to get in your rookie? You know, there's kind of like forcing the issue. I'm so they ship him over to the Panthers. Run, yeah. I, I would have. Uh, Hassan Reddick's so nasty. He's a beast. And they yeah. got, I mean, really, it, it's crazy. So, I mean, they got Shaq Thompson, who's on the other side of Reddick. Like, he's a monster. And then they got Brian Burns, who's been killing it. And then, um, that's I right. Mean, that's- I guess this, uh, yeah, this is just a little, yeah, a little, little crazy. Their middle linebacker, don't know too much about him, but they also got Dante Jackson, then Jeremy Chin, then they got the rookie, JC Horn. Like, I mean, yeah. they are, their secondary is pretty stacked right now. They're on, they're on the way, dude. They're on yeah. the way. Like, like I would say they're like a year away from being, you know, like a top 10 defense. You know what I mean? And I think Simmons uh, coming down from safety to linebacker really had to do a lot with you know that guy going is because you got to play Simmons. His his upside is is sky high. So you know he has to go through his learning pain. So I think eventually that kid is going to be all pro. Hell yeah, hell yeah! He's looking good out there so far. Yep. And I know Bogart was kind of hating on him. It's just oh, one game. I was <laughs> hating. <laughs> oh, of course I was hating. He's, and, you know, I get into my Niner bag really fast where I'm like, ah, fuck him. He's not a Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next piece of news here. Jarvis Landry, his injury, a little bit more severe than we thought. He's been placed on IR. Yeah. So I know we talked about yesterday. How does that affect them for week three? We know not too much, but how is it going to affect their offense now? I'm going to go try to see how many weeks um, – Mainly, I just saw he's moved to IR, and they didn't really give a timetable. Initially, they gave us four weeks, so I'm, I'm assuming it's the six-week pup. You know what I mean? Because the short term is, what, three? Three weeks? So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm assuming – and uh, this probably means they're going to they're gonna rush back OBJ. You know what I mean? But I also like this kid, Anthony Schwartz, and, um, and uh, I know Donovan Peoples-Jones has a fumbling issue. But, like, those are going to be the outside guys, and they're just probably going to run, like, 70% of the time 12 personnel. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think this for – if you're looking at um, OBJ, now is your opportunity, bro. You've you've been out for a while. People have been slandering your name. You've talked about this comeback season. Guess what? Driver Landry's out. You're on a one-in-one team. You need a chance to, to, to really show up and show out. You got it right here. You're going to be that guy. Make some noise. And guess what? People start talking about you completely different. Hey, he's hella sensitive, bro. He is. Like, you remember when uh, he first He drank. Came? You know, he's when all he, in his feelings. Yeah, when he first came to the Browns, they had a press conference, and he stood there next to, to Landry while Landry spoke for him. That's really fucking weird, bro. Yeah. Like, and you know, I mean, he gets, I don't know. I'm just, he's questionable for in life to me. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay consistent. When you see that Q tag next to OBJ's name, to mm-hmm. me, it's not because he's hurt. It's because he's literally questionable in life. Yeah. True and the big that. reason why he's relevant on social media now is because of that meme that got posted about how the Giants uh, have pretty much been shit ever since they got on that boat when they went out to Miami or whatever it was. Like, oh, yeah. That with, with Trey Songs. Yeah. And Justin Bieber. Hold on. This is like, this, this might have been hella hoes on that boat, though, bro. I ain't going to lie. Like, I mean, you know I, what I mean? So, what you? Well, y'all, y'all just cock and Y'all know you wish you was on that boat. They was <laughs> all probably getting all sorts of crazy shit. You know what? You know who fucked that shit up, too? Going, go, uh, well, didn't uh, Romo and Wynn do that shit with uh, Jessica Simpson? They went, uh, like a week oh, like the playoff game. You went with Romo or, yeah, something. they went to Mexico, bro. They went to uh-huh. Mexico and they had a playoff game that week. You know what I mean? I think they were on a bye week. They had, that was that year uh, with, with Parcells. Yo, honestly, pe- people will get on anybody for anything. Listen, some people just need a little chance to blow the steam off before a big-ass game that has them fucking nervous as hell, you know? And sometimes yeah. some guys just got, you know, some nice pussy that they want to get to. 
Yes. Not, meanwhile, meanwhile Brady's just like, fuck the pussy. Give me all the avocados. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Brady was in Mexico. He wasn't out there doing coke or fucking these, these, these senoritas. He was out there getting avocados, bud. And some <laughs> seeds so he can plant them back in Florida. Like, yeah. You get the real, the good pits. Fact. Yeah. And hey, Robert said, what's good, Hustler? What's up with the Big Ben injury? Oh, funny you ask. Oh, oh yeah, because that was the oh, last piece of news that we were going to talk about here. We got two pieces from this game. So Big Ben left peck injury. It will affect his uh, preparation ability for the week, they said. And um, Tomlin said, we better be ready to adjust. And that was all the quote said. So it doesn't sound too promising. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And uh, who's the backup over there? Dwayne Haskins, if I remember correctly. Yep. So, so that, that'll be interesting to see how that ends up shaking out because um, this might be Haskins' uh, time to shine. Like, he's shown some flashes of being great, but let's see what happens. I think the last game that he played, he threw for like 300 yards, and then the, the coach is like, we're fucking losing. Why are you celebrating and never played him again? Yeah. Like, bad. That, was, that was my pops rolled up on the Harley one time. Pick, pick, grab something for me real quick. Nah, that's all good. Nice. So the Big Ben injury, left peck injury, and they said it's going to affect his preparation ability. And uh, Tomlin said we better be ready to adjust. Now that's pretty much it. So yeah. is this, and they're playing the they're playing the the Bengals and they are playing at the home. Bungles. And they're at home. So, okay. Big Najee game. You know, we keep saying these big Najee games, but. Well, I'm saying. Well, never well, blow. Big, big. How about this big Najee game plan? You know what I mean? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. This I, might I, be the Juju game. This might be Juju all day. Does it say which pectoral? Right? Left. Left. Ooh. Okay. No, no, no national anthem for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? Big Ben Rapistburger is what I like to call him. I, I feel like uh you know, there's it's just always something with him, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, this might not even be anything. It's just he's been looking bad. So now yeah. they're saying this. You know what I mean? Oh he's an old, he is an he is an old man and he is getting smacked around out there. Their line is yeah. garbage. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They yep. got it right. They got it right in the man boob on that one. And for anyone who is wondering how how Ben's uh, passes got spread around, he was twenty seven for forty, two hundred ninety five yards at a TD, had an interception. So it was Deontay getting nine receptions, hundred and five yards, and looking better, but not great, according to the coach. So we shall see. That's something we got to monitor the rest of the week. Chase That's really terrible. <laughs> Yeah, not nothing good out of uh, Steelers camp today. Nothing nice at all. And then uh, so Chase Claypool, three receptions, seventy yards. Najee had five receptions, forty-three yards. He had that touchdown. And then Juju had six receptions for forty-one yards. A lot of receptions, but that's just like that's that. They're LaVisca, all dunking. That's that yeah. Lavisca Chenault shit that we said. Like you know, not a lot of upside unless you're going for double-digit catches. And last one, Pat Fryermuth. Uh, four receptions, 36 yards. He's out snapping Ebron now. Ebron's not even getting 50% of the snaps. Oh, uh, you mean my man frying pan hands Ebron? Yeah. <laughs> Stay his ass on the sideline. You know what? Uh, this, 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 uh, I'm trying to do the math. What's 27 of 40? You know what I mean? That's like what, 65%? Hold on. Let me tell you. Uh, completion that's, completion that's, rating? That sounds a little too high. It does, right? Oh no, sixty-seven. Okay, so okay, so I was actually a little too short. Yeah, uh, that's still you know on paper it's it's not bad, but when you watch it, it looks really ugly, bro. Very. Yeah. yeah, the whole Steelers in general looked ugly. That game was an ugly game. Derek Carr is starting to look like um, a more reliable quarterback than Big Ben. Like I, I just I don't know if I trust that situation. Deontay Johnson's eating, but there's a lot of people that have like Chase Claypool, who you know. They're starting and they're depending on. I just I don't know. I like Deadpool a lot. I think yeah. uh, I think now we start to see more of him now too because he's a guy that can really piss off Najee Harris owners. Where like he's gonna start getting some end arounds and carries, or they go twenty one personnel with with 
him as a as a running back in the backfield with Najee. We might see shit like this. They're gonna have to get creative because yeah. let's face it, once you've gotten to the point where you're not able to produce, you're gonna have to go in and you're gonna have to figure shit out. Now it's and, figuring it out. I want to get real ignorant one time, like I like to do. Why is the offensive coordinator named Matt Canada? And you're not game planning fully for my man Deadpool, aka Mapletron. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Show and some love. Show some love already. Right? So uh, it was, uh, I believe it was week four where Chase Claypool pretty much put himself on the map. Um, It it started off real slow for him last year too. Maybe, maybe he's on the way to a week four rise again. Who the hell knows? Big Ben, he's just looking not good out there. He's looking old, looking old, looking slow. Whenever he gets knocked down, do you see him get up? He just always looks like He's like, oh, my back, oh, my boob. <laughs> Every time, bro. I mean, you know what, man? His movies his movies haven't been the greatest uh, recently either. Oh, my bad. That's Will Ferrell. You know what, <laughs> <laughs> what if it's Will Ferrell out there, for all we know? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I think that's all we got for now. So why don't we just wrap a bow on this? I think that's a good place to stop it. And we're going to be back tomorrow. We got uh, my man TD from Fantasy Good Sports coming back. He's on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We got a bunch of people still watching on Facebook. So, uh, Bogart, why don't you remind everybody where to find you at? Hey, you can find me at the GMM Network. Uh, You can subscribe on YouTube, uh, YouTube slash the GMM Network. Catch us uh, every Wednesday right here on the Hustle Channel and the GMM Network. We'll be simulcasting the Real Fantasy Playmakers, 6.30 p.m. West Coast, 9.30 p.m. East Coast. It's the, the Real Fantasy Playmakers What If series. Tomorrow, I'm I'm probably going to pose the question, what if the Panthers are playoff bound? Damn. I got some good ones ready for tomorrow. All Let right. them know, Taco. Yeah, you guys could always, as always, check me out at TDS. I'll be at TDS Taco on Twitter. Uh, I have to have a little basketball content coming out. I just recorded something with someone just doing power forward coverage. Uh, fantasy basketball season is actually starting up in less than a month now, so it's about to get real interesting with that. So I'm going to have some mock drafts up for, for fantasy basketball as well because I know some of our people like the double dip. You get the football with the basketball and celebrate all season long. Yeah. And don't forget, I'm the fantasy football hustler. Make sure you go subscribe on YouTube. Get that, get it. You're gonna get signed in for that Ricky Williams signed jersey giveaway. It's gonna be going down real soon. I think we're about a hundred subscribers away, so gonna be real, real soon. And yeah, we got shows every single day. All my waiver wire videos uh, just dropped for offense and for IDP. The team defensive streamers is coming in a few hours, and then I got all my start and sit videos coming tomorrow, and then Wednesday. Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, we got the question and answer live streams. So that's another reason why you need to be subscribed. And then don't forget about Patreon. Last thing I'm going to mention before we get out of here. One-on-one advice. We're going to have rankings coming really soon here. It's a dope community. If you guys know the fantasy footballers, just imagine everything with the Foot Clan, but like a million times edgier. I'm actually interacting with people. We have others interacting. You know, it's not just Mm -hmm. the Foot like the Foot Clan, just interacting with the Foot Clan. It's actually guys like us in there helping you out, putting in the time, grinding for you guys. Clock management right here at the end. Peace what out, up, Clock? Peace. Yeah. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.